0: Hello, Hawks fans, and welcome to another episode of the Kettle Cast with your host Forrest Willoughby. On this episode of the cast, we're going to be talking about the Hawks' second round draft pick, Skylar Mays out of LSU. Without further ado, let's get into it. So on Wednesday, the Hawks had two draft picks. With their first pick, they drafted Oneka Okongwu. Out of USC and with their second pick, number 50th overall, um, the 20th pick in the second round, the Hawks selected Skyler Mays, a point guard out of LSU. Um, Travis Schlink said they were the Hawks were super excited that Skyler fell to the Hawks at number 50. They actually were, the Hawks were trying to trade up in order to ensure they drafted Skylar, but luckily Skylar fell to the Hawks at 50 and the Hawks were happy to pull the trigger and draft him. Skyler's a four, two 205-pound combo guard out of Louisiana State University. Um, he played there four years and improved his shooting every year he was there. He started 121 out of 130 games as, as an LSU Tiger, and he's a four-year player, which is kind of unusual nowadays for players getting into the NBA. There's a lot of uh he's a very high character player very smart individual he um graduated from lsu with a pre-med degree in kinesiology and is actually going to play in the nba hopefully for a long time with the hawks but he's going to go to medical school after his nba career at least that's his plan so far Um, there's, he's done a couple of interviews leading up to the, uh, draft and it's interesting to hear him talk about his own career, about how he wasn't necessarily thinking that he could get drafted even going into his second year at college, but he actually had a friend pass away while at college. And that really motivated him to hone in on his basketball career and really dive all the way into that. Um, like I said, he improved his shooting every year. He was, at LSU and he worked his way into being a 39 percent three-point shooter uh at his senior year at LSU in his interviews he's been asked who he compares himself with or who he watches a lot of tape with in the NBA and uh he compared himself to Fred Van Vliet Malcolm Brogdon Corey Joseph Derek White and for a lot of Hawks fans who I think speaking of a free agent that the Hawks might go after in this upcoming free agency. um, Fred VanVleet would come up for a lot of Hawks fans as some sort of guard to go next to Trey or possibly back back up Trey, just someone else to run the second unit. So hopefully Skyler will be able to uh, do that in his time in Atlanta. I think those are great comparisons for Skyler. He is a bigger guard at uh, six, four and 205 pounds. He's very solidly built. He is not the fastest guy. I think that's why, where these comparisons are very good as well. He's not a super quick guard. Who's going to dance his way through, uh, a defense or anything like that, but he's very big, very sturdy. And he's very, like I said, his smarts aren't only in the classroom, but it carries over. You can see his IQ and how he talks about his game, um, when discussing his game, um, looking as he was looking forward to the draft um interesting that he would bring up like Derek White who was a guy who went from D3 eventually to the University of Colorado and got drafted as a four-year player and um as an older player Skyler is coming into the NBA after four years and I think he is older than kind of all of the core guys on the Hawks he's certainly older than Oneka he's um older than Trey Cam Reddish and so he's coming in as kind of a veteran um at least age-wise into the Hawks and I think they're hoping he will be able to contribute right away especially with that 39% shooting mark for three-point land another interesting thing that Hawks fans will want to notice is uh Skyler has a spin move that he likes to use and I think that might bring up some terrifying memories from last season when early in the season cam reddish really tried to employ his spin move so much so he actually got uh his second technical and got ejected from a game because his spin move went into the body of i think aaron baines on the suns but eventually cam kind of pulled that spin move out from his playbook and no longer used it and uh Skyler seems to really like his spin move and it's been something that's been very effective in college and so it'll be interesting to see if he continues to use it with the Hawks and if and as a fan I would just say let him let him try to use it a couple times before we make any judgment on if that should be stay in his bag or not but he seemed to use it quite effectively in the college game he is a great finisher in the uh in college he that's Why he was watching Fred Van Vliet um, and Malcolm Brogdon, good finishers. And uh, he's very, the way he can talk about the game and is very deliberate about um, what he's looking at when tape is shown and what kind of finishes he gets to. But he was talking about, and sort of one of his weaknesses is his floater game. And he talked about how he always thought he could get to the basket and no one could stop him. And so he never really had to resort to any floater game. But he was able to really take advantage of his finishing skills. And so that is certainly a strength of his, those finishing at the basket. But he is going to have to work on that floater game. He does have a little more athleticism than you think. He threw down a couple monster dunks while he was at LSU. And I think that athleticism will serve him well. Um, Just being able to pull that off when sometimes it doesn't seem like your backup point guard or or your combo guard is going to be able to do that. Um, He really, like I said, he improved his shooting every year while he was in uh, at LSU and his three point shooting. He said he wasn't really known as a shooter growing up. And that was something he had to really just put reps into to work on his final season at LSU. He shot 39% um, on about four attempts a game. And, Uh, That, you know, is certainly going to be very important for his career in Atlanta. One of the Hawks' biggest deficiencies last season was the just lack of three-point shooting around Trey. Um, Besides Trey, John Collins, and Kevin Herter, and then Cam Reddish came on late at the end of the season, there wasn't really that go-to three-point shooter. And I don't think Skyler is going to be that, but he's certainly at 39% and a 85% free throw shooter should be a uh, strong weapon on the perimeter for the Hawks and someone that can uh, play off the ball when Trey is in and then also come in and handle pick and roll duties and maybe be that manager of the second unit. I think this pick was very good for the Hawks just in analyzing one of their big needs. Um, Again, to go back to you know, a possible area they could address in free agency as well. But having somebody to manage the team when uh, Trey's off the court is, had to be a glaring hole last season. Uh, Brandon Goodwin came in and did a very fine job. Um, but having someone come in, it was not Evan Turner last season. And whether they went after some sort of veteran, maybe like DJ Augustine or someone like that, or drafting a player such as Skyler, um, they were going to have to fill that position. And I think they viewed having this four year player um, very smart. Another, I mean, Schlink has been harping on this for both these picks with Onyeko Kongwu and also now Skylar Mays. But the character piece is huge for both of these guys. And I think Skylar is going to have an opportunity to be in the rotation right away. Um, for Skylar, his biggest things that he's going to like be a part of that'll get him on the court is his defense he's a big guard um and he's very smart but is he going to have is he really going to be like a guy like Malcolm Brogdon or Fred Van Vliet like it is a wonderful ideal to strive to be like those guys but those guys have really stayed in the league and Fred Van Vliet may get a 20 million dollar a year contract because of his defense on one side of the ball and then knocking down threes and really being able to be that guy next to Kyle Lowry. Um, It's a big ask to ask somebody to come in and out of college and fill that exact same role. And so I would not expect Skyler to come in and have an immediate impact. And um, I think a little forgotten part of Fred Van Vliet's uh, journey is he went down and he played a season – not a full season, he was back and forth, but he played in the G League for a good amount of his rookie season. So it wouldn't be any sort of a warning sign or anything that you should worry if Skylar gets some reps with the College Park Skyhawks if he's playing with them a little bit. This has been such a weird year for these college athletes and that they've had to have they didn't even have the NCAA tournament this year. And then they've been basically training by themselves for all that time up until this draft, hoping not to get hurt and trying to really work on their stock. But I think the real keys to Skylar Mays and the things you should know about him is just how smart he is. Again, he uh, was one of the best student athletes in regards to academically in the SEC. Um, And just with a pretty tough major in pre-med kinesiology and uh the fact that he improved every year while he was at LSU um I think sometimes especially with a somebody who was there for years even that improvement it can be like well all the best players are leaving college and so it's natural for someone to improve the way that Skylar did but he took advantage of it and I think he's really going to come in and be a steady impact for the Hawks Again, he's coming in at a position of need, and he's coming into a situation where he is not uh, ha- going to be forced to play too much. While well, the Hawks need another point guard um, and somebody to take minutes at the guard positions, there is Brandon Goodwin and there is Trey Young. So Skyler is really going to have to prove himself on the defensive end. And I think part of what Schlink was saying about. Okongwu and how he wants rookies now not necessarily to instantly be put on the floor and have to learn through all the experiences, but have to really earn that time through practice and what they show in practice, and then earn that time as they play. Um, I think that sort of attitude is very healthy for a young team now. Um, when you have more competitiveness and practice, I think it shows in how the team plays. Uh, in actual gameplay, and so by raising the talent of the guys you have, you're able to raise your whole uh, productivity of your team, and hopefully that'll show itself this year. But Hawks fans should be very excited to see Skyler play. He is a little bit different of a guard than Trey, a little bit of a um, kind of how in football when teams have the super fast running back and then they have the big bruising running back, um, a thunder lightning te- technique uh, technique or, or um, difference combo i think having trey and skyler is going to be a, a nice um, change up for teams and change up for the hawks uh, Skylar is still very skilled in the pick and roll um, he is very conscious of what his deficiencies are i think he really wants to work on that floater And I think he really wants to keep working on the defensive side of the ball. But um, I think this was a strong pick for the Hawks at number 50 overall. It's always kind of terrifying when a team sees a prospect they like and they try to move up and they're unable to do that trade. And then they're able to actually get the player where they expected him or at the pick they, they just had. So it's going to be a fun season seeing these two rookies Go at it and see how much they are thrown in. I think there's like a little bit of a new energy in this team because these two players, Onyeka and Skylar, don't necessarily have to come in and be huge contributors right o- right away. And most rookies are not very good their rookie season, so that's probably a good thing um, for the Hawks. But Skylar should come in really allow the hawks to do whatever they want to in free agency they now have a backup point guard and a third point guard with uh brandon goodwin and skylar mays and we'll see what the hawks do of course free agency is right upon us it starts at six o'clock p.m on uh today friday november 20th and um with this really condensed NBA schedule, I expect a lot of things to happen really fast. Um, of course, the Hawks have already made one trade. They sent fan favorite Dwayne deadman to Detroit for Tony Snell and Kyrie Thomas. The Hawks promptly waived Kyrie Thomas, and Tony Snell is a 29 year old uh, wing who sh- shot the ball. Um, Who shot around 40% from three-point land for about as long as he's been in the NBA, so he should fit right in. He's always seemed... Tony Snell has always seemed like a 3 and D guy, but he's never really, like, dominated that position. I think he's done fine, but he's never been, like, extraordinary, and it's going to be interesting to watch how he gets put into the Hawks rotation. But I think one thing the Hawks have made very clear um so far as they want to get some guys on the perimeter who can defend. They want to get Trey to have a couple more three point shooters around him. And I would expect that to continue in free agency. They have been tied to Rajan Rondo. They've also been tied to literally every other free agent, whether it's Davis Bertons, Joe Harris, um Fred Van Vliet, these guys, the Hawks have the most cap space available and so they're going to be tied to every team one surprise free agent Gordon Hayward it appears to me that he's most likely going to go to New York or to the Indiana Pacers but he's another guy you could see the Hawks get in on and then Danilo Gallinari is a player to watch the forward from who latest played with the OKC Thunder Um, he's more of an offensive first guy and I don't really see uh Matching him up with both Trey and John Collins. I think they should be looking for more defense first guys, but you can't have too many NBA veterans around, um, especially now that the Hawks no longer have Vince Carter on the bench with them. So it's going to be a lot of fun watching the entire NBA uh, offseason progress at warp speed now that the draft has happened Um, Trade should be able to happen, and free agency begins. And then the season is upon us um, almost one month away. Uh, I think team camps start on the 1st of December, so we're going to be hitting high gear. But Skylar Mays, very strong pick at number 50. I think there are a couple... couple projections that had him maybe getting into the end of the first round so to get that sort of value at the 50th pitch it's huge he's going to be another guy that i think hawks fans will find it easy to cheer for um very high character he shoots the three ball well and is going to be able to handle again watch that spin move um and we'll see how far the hawks can go this season go hawks Thank you for catching this episode of the KettleCast. You can reach me at KettleCast at gmail.com. Go Hawks!